0: Did you know this podcast is powered by Acast? Acast is the home of podcasting. For creators looking for freedom to grow their listeners and make money too. And creative brands looking for smart ways to advertise. Podcasters and advertisers in the know know Acast. It's time you did too. Visit Acast.com to find out more. Acast. For the stories. Hey, y'all. Hey.
1: This is the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast.
2: What episode number is it, baby? This is
1: episode number sixty-nine. Woo, y'all, so y'all
2: know we're about to talk about something gross today.
1: We really not though.
2: No, this is no, gonna be a plan. wholesome episode.
1: But then, we, then life you know how happened. life works. Then sixty-nine happened. We was like, damn, we That's missed okay. our chance.
2: We're gonna have episode six hundred and sixty-nine at some point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. So this is episode sixty-nine. How Randy got her groove back. But before we get started, I'll tell y'all what that's all about we thank you again for enjoying our indie episodes yes. and for sending in questions please continue to submit questions because the indie episodes are gonna keep happening
2: and also we are coming up on our um family dinner episodes yeah in which we will also answer questions and feedback together. yeah so yeah
1: so please send in like your feedback and your questions and we will answer them big shout out to our patreon supporters happy birthday to nikki Nikki B or Nikki L. Nikki Ellis. B, that's fam. She's she's two places. You got two different names, Nikki, but we know who you are. <laughs> your birthday is October 15th. And so we're giving your early Libra? shout out. Yeah, Libra. Giving your early shout out because we won't be recording, obviously, on that day. And also, happy anniversary, Alicia Brown, October 18th. And happy anniversary, Ty, <laughs> October
2: 12th. Happy anniversary, Ty. Yeah. Ty had a message.
1: Yeah, they've been married for two years and her message says, Trey. I'm going to love your ass for life.
2: I think that's sweet. (laughs) Short,
1: to the point, and it encompasses everything.
2: I'm laughing with you and the joy in which your marriage shares.
1: (laughs) Happy anniversary, y'all. Happy Happy anniversary, anniversary. Alicia.
2: Happy birthday. And happy birthday, Nikki. We appreciate you. Thank you for your patronage. Thank you
1: for your patronage, yes. Alright y'all, so y'all know the drill Call to action, please be sure to check out Our website at com. We are now and still and always Available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Google Podcasts and more Rate us
0: mm-hmm.
1: Please y'all, five stars Please, five stars only we've been saying that But we we got our first three star y'all
2: Our first hater Mikey Starr. And I'm curious, I am curious Mikey. On how you found Us heard up to this point and decided to keep hating
1: maybe they skipped around Hmm. maybe just to some people we are three star rating that's fine find your people please but for the other people who love us please continue to rate us five stars yes and share us with your people
2: but see this is why my lift average was 4.98 when i <laughs> retired because of shit like this that one four star this is a three star you
1: get the degrees out. They do. So you know what?
2: Thank you. <laughs> we are not a C. <laughs>
1: Follow us on social media platforms. On Instagram, we are.
2: Black Millennial Marriage.
1: On Facebook, we are. Black
2: Millennial Marriage Podcast. And
1: on Twitter, we are.
2: At underscore the Chapmans.
1: Leave us a for y'all, at 770-750-4098.
2: That's 770-750-4098.
1: And also, y'all, don't forget the relationship horror stories.
2: Yes, it's October.
1: It's October, and we're going to do this one more again.
2: This is our version of, like, Treehouse of Horror. So, like, send us things.
1: Yeah, so we have a few voicemails already. We would love more. You can also send us crazy horror stories you see on the internet. You know, you know, you can just, <laughs> that can be your easy way out. So, please, yeah, keep, please send us horror stories. Bless we're going to horror that.
2: stories. Don't forget them.
1: That's going to be what our last episode of October. Mm-hmm. Before our break, y'all. Y'all know we going on break soon. It's time for that rest period so we want to leave on like a fun note Mm -hmm. all right we have some listener feedback we don't have an email because we're saving some of these emails for our family dinner Mm -hmm. because y'all really enjoyed those episodes that episode and so we're gonna do it again but we do have a voicemail and we're gonna play it before we get into this episode we
2: hope you enjoy hey guys
3: this is Nikki from South Carolina. I am listening to episode 59, and I uh, just finished listening to the engagement piece. So why did I get married? So I, part of the reason would definitely be because that's what I know. Um, my mom and stepdad have been married as long as I can remember, and they had they have the most beautiful marriage. I've never heard them raise their voice at each other in my life. Um And... I was in college, and I was a true advocate for, I don't love these hoes, I ain't never going to get married if you knew me in college. Oh, God. So, I met my husband at Vodafone State University. Um, I realized that I wanted to spend my life with someone. And I wanted to do it in what, in my mind, was the right way. I wanted to live my life with my kids, eventually, and us all having the same name. I married him because he's literally my best friend. I wanted to be married because I wanted to joke on somebody every single day. And you can't leave me because you joke on each other. Because you married me. And now you're stuck with me forever. So that was a really quick. Quick voicemail. That's why I got married. He's my best friend. Um, I couldn't imagine doing life without him in it. Y'all have a great day. Hear y'all next episode. Bye.
2: Check it out. Now look, the apple don't fall, far from trees, right? I'm in the land of milk and honey with the bees, like. And if I'm ripping it, well, I'm so what with, with my seeds, like. Now check it out.
1: Thank you, Nikki. Thank you. I that feel you.
2: Great. You're not supposed to love these hoes in college. <laughs> You're not. None of these hoes supposed to get any love. And, and yes. you was on the right track.
1: Here you are. I was
2: 11 on these hoes in college. Oh. I was just loving one ho. Oh. Yeah. And I got that hoe pregnant
1: Anyway
2: I got a podcast with the hoe <laughs> <laughs> Shut
1: up Thank You said
2: you, that Nikki. was um That was from episode 55
1: 59 Fifty nine. Why Thank do you. millennials fall in love I believe That's Thank you one. for going back And like
2: answering The engagement piece Yeah We appreciate it
1: You're the best Alright y'all And obviously congrats To you and your husband For like getting married And yes, making him work Through college Cause we know
2: Yeah 100 years to y'all <laughs> Alright Unless you don't wanna do it
1: <laughs> Shut up, Mike. All right, y'all. So, this is episode 16. What we talk about, babe? How Randy got her groove back. Y'all, it feels so weird to be leading this. It's my lead because I'm the last excited. episode was Mikey's. Mm-hmm. But, like, it feels weird. But anyway. What we
2: talk about, babe? You didn't even put it. Because we, well, we never talked about what we're going to talk about. Mike. <laughs> we didn't talk about it. So, from the heart, what are you thinking?
1: I got a job, y'all. Woo! I got a full time job. Woo! And I'm going back to work.
2: Uh, is that too many high-pitched boos?
1: And, uh yeah. Ooh. Dude, I really hate she put nothing here. But you did well the other part. <laughs> you did. <laughs>
2: we, I'm we, like, never, we never said.
1: But this your, this is your role. You supposed to make sure we say, you have production notes for the past two years. And Mikey loves on the production notes, y'all. But every time we get on here, it's always something. Why are you blinking at me? Because I
2: just want to celebrate my wife.
1: Babe, thank you. I love you. I'm excited. So, yeah, we're going to talk I'm about. I'm proud of
2: you. What you mean you got a job?
1: I do. You're talking about that whole thing. I got a job.
2: Which, what does that mean?
1: That I, I have, what do you mean? You have it? employment? Yeah. What? Yeah.
2: We talked about this on a couple episodes and like how somebody gets sexier after they get a job. <laughs> did we? And he was already sexy.
1: Was I? Yeah.
2: And you said I got sexier after I got my job.
1: You did. I mean, mainly because you were also back home. That's what I'm saying. And so I could actually see you and see that you were still sexy.
2: I'm just thinking of all the gifts you're going to give me. And it just, it's so sexy.
1: We'll wrap it up with a fight or flight. <laughs> And end it with some always appreciated PDA. Before we get into this episode, uh-huh, uh-huh. we do have a love story that was sent to us by one of our listeners, Sharnell. Yes. And Mikey's and gonna gonna take it from here.
2: Thank you so much, first of all, for sending in this uh, yeah. story because it kind of saved me. I was gonna do a different story, but that story went left it when went I got to the left. end of it. Um, So here we go. The title of this one is He's 103, She's 100, and they just celebrated 82 years of marriage. Wow. All of those numbers are Gross
1: yeah
2: let's find out why
1: <laughs> let's say marriage makes men live longer or helps men live longer yeah because y'all out here making more responsible choices anyway go ahead
2: is that what you think it is i don't know i don't know i, don't know. I but think, I think it's, because it's because we like wake up every day we like i want to make sure i, I live her and you have I'll to
1: communicate long. so like you like the things that would kill you, you if you weren't i did i just mm-hmm. i didn't hear you i'm acknowledging that i heard you <laughs> but i i raise you one and that i true. say oh that is because oh. Y'all are forced to communicate, do okay. therapy, go okay. to the doctor's office, gotcha. and look at you, 103. And you
2: think that's what Willie and DW did. Go ahead. <laughs> Willie and DW Williams have a lot of life mm-hmm. and a lot of love mm-hmm. under their belts. On Sunday, DW, 103, and Willie, 100. Ah, Quite oh, robber.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mikey,
1: shut
2: She's up. She's older. Celebrated not only their birthdays. They're
1: both which, a century.
2: That's true. They celebrated not only their birthdays, which are just seven days apart. mm but a staggering 82 years of marriage. So they married their own son and stayed that way for 82 years. Wow. They must be Pisces. According to WSOC-TV, mm-hmm. uh, their daughter and granddaughter, B.J. Williams Green, marked the trifecta of milestones by throwing the... I didn't even know this was right. Centurion? <laughs>
1: Just (laughs) check. I skipped over
2: this when I first read through it. A couple, one big party Uh at First Mayfield Memorial Baptist Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. To see them at this age and still doing well, it's just a blessing to have them here, Williams Green told local news station. DW and Willie said that they remember meeting when cab brides were 10 cents. Wow. Uh, Together they lived through wars, the Depression, and the Civil Rights era. But when it comes to keeping their love alive for the better part of a century, they told WSOC TV. I like how they slipped their name in there. That there's really no big secret. Just be nice to each other. They agreed. Mm. They are each each other's best friends. Added Williams Green, and that's it.
1: Oh, y'all kindness really does impact. It's simple, man. It's how you like? We it's keep not hearing simple, this, but no,
2: it's, like it's, it's it's the concept.
1: Yeah, is a simple one. It's, it's no other being type kind of, to each yeah. other
2: and doing what it takes to get to that point and mm-hmm. finding out what that means is what is how you last.
1: Wow, that's beautiful, babe. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you
2: speaking of kindness let me again start us off by saying one i am extremely proud of my wife for this job um, thank you it is the first thing that she has outright said that she's wanted in a long time and i'm very very happy that you got it i knew you got it when you got the interview Ugh. i was very clear on that he was. and you can admit
1: i mean he was clear on that but i was
2: clear that you got it when you had the interview like was i or was i not
1: you said that I did, yes.
2: Okay. Um so there for the last couple interviews. episodes, this is the thing I wanted to talk about. Randy was on an interview and I just wanted to tell everybody, I know she about to get it so we getting ready to celebrate her. And that's what it was. But um
1: I am not pregnant.
2: I love you. No, there you're not There is nothing pregnant. else happening. Um unfortunately, we are still in the back cave. There is no <laughs> new house um in the works. I did not get a billion dollar job yet.
1: Not yet. But did get one.
2: Um Yeah. But no, we are here to celebrate the greatness that is the black woman that is the love of my life, that is my wife.
1: <laughs> Thanks, man This is so weird. I'm, what am I supposed to do? you can, I can't leave this. Talk. So this section, so into the main topic, Mikey put, Randy is that nigga. That's probably why we got three stars. That's <laughs> probably <laughs> we got somebody was like, Why? Y'all say nigga too much, y'all cuss too much. Three stars, niggas. But no. Okay. I'll take we that. really shouldn't. We really, y'all. I just watched the blackish episode. I'm so behind. Before y'all start cussing me out,
2: which episode? I'm on the M word. We saw that together.
1: Uh, no, I can remember. I so like I the rewatched. Last one
2: we saw was the, the Black barber- and brown Car- one. The one
1: that no, the one, I
2: specifically haven't watched it the
1: since. The last one I saw was the haircut one, where he wouldn't leave his barber. <laughs> old, old one. I'm so behind, but I'm oh committed to completing catch completely catching up, starting mixed this, dish, and finishing grownish.
2: I would. I okay.
1: I'm committed. It might take this year and next, but
2: I'm going to do it
1: because I need to get back to like my shows. Anyway. Yes, ma'am. So y'all got a J-O-B, new career path number two. So Mikey put this why It's not necessarily a new career
2: path. New meaning the second person in this marriage to get us to, to start on a new career path.
1: But it's not a new career path. It's the career path that I've been trying to get on and- that's not what you said in the production meeting. You said it was, I was the second person to. To start on a
2: career path. So your and, original, yeah. your original goal was to be a published writer. Yeah. Now you're working in publishing. Yeah. On top of wanting to be, that's a new career.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. That's what you're saying. That part. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I see what you're saying. This is to me. It feels like the first job. It feels like my first job. Mm
2: hmm.
1: Period. That's what I mean.
2: But you, that's mm-hmm. you, oh, you, yeah. okay.
1: Like the, the job I'm excited about. The yes, job ma'am. Think, this like, is
2: the first step on a new path.
1: Yes, but it's still. You're right. I mean, I okay. We'll get into that. I I think I'm confused because my intention is still the same. The de- only difference. I mean, is, the path
2: gonna lead back to what the goal was, regardless. But it's, you know, right. it's a different. This is a different route. Yeah,
1: I'm the thinking. goal was to be a published novelist. I am a published writer, but the the goal was like to do books. We ain't there yet, though.
2: But that's okay. But, so anyway. So the first part that we're gonna get into is <laughs> what happened. Um.
1: Yeah, we haven't had sex. That's why we sound all discombobulated. This baby's sick. It's been... It's weird over Drew here. Drew
2: over here bouncing around in my lap. She ripping off my chain. I just gave it to her. <laughs> I don't know what you want from me. I gave you my gold. She's I tired. I gave you all that I have. She's tired, daddy.
1: Okay, go ahead.
2: All right. So let's get started. Okay. What happened, Randy? There has been months of episodes of... Years. work struggles think, yeah. life struggles new baby struggles there's been a whole bunch of things happening there has been no mention of randy even looking looking for a job so why did you start looking
1: well there were a few things why are you laughing
0: why, are you, why are you
2: laughing? I'm, I'm happy
1: um there were a few things about why i started looking there had been there have been a few things so the first thing really the main thing was watching mikey's process Actually, two things. It was realizing the type of marriage we have, slash, watching Mikey's proce- process. So y'all know that Mikey left his career of in like nonprofit education because it was no longer serving him, and it was hard to serve his students poor. You know, like it was mm-hmm. just like it just it it was. The cons were started starting to outweigh the pros. It was taking a toll on him on our marriage, all those things and so he made a career shift into coding and software engineering and web development and that was and I had a special seat outside of like just a listener who's listening to to the podcast or even recording the podcast. I had a special seat into this process, and it was encouraging and it was really brave. And it got me thinking about my intention and about my life and in a different way that I've ever considered it before. I think that in the beginning, when I first wanted to write, it was to do it as a service. You know, I want to contribute. I want to be taken seriously. I want when someone Googles me that it pops up and shows like that I've, that I've dedicated my life to language and literature. And, um, And publishing. But when life started to happen and when I got let go, my intention shifted to, I need to write this book so I can get in advance so I can save my family. And once that intention like became impure, I believe that's when like things started to really fall apart for me.
0: And. Career wise. Like work wise.
1: Yes. Yes. And, um, and I think that God, knew that too. Cause I have like on my desk, I have five things to remember. And one of those things is God doesn't forget. And that was for me to say, like, God doesn't forget the wishes that we wanted or the prayers that we prayed when we were kids. And my prayer, like I said, when I was a kid, my intention was very, was set on longevity Mm. and making an impact and doing the work. And so Essentially, somewhere between them, like I said, it got blurred and your process really brought that to my attention on top of me just not having any money. Like this is deeper than like vulnerability for me. It's not trusting Mike to be able to provide because he's proven that he did live for three years he put up he did the extra work he endured the jobs he hated to make sure the family was good on top of obviously the times that i was working so it wasn't a concern about whether you could provide it was also me just realizing that we are not the type of couple where only one of us can work Mm. and what do you mean by that i think it takes a toll on our marriage i don't think that we're the type of couple where One person can work traditionally or even like have this steady check while the other takes care of the home in that sense. Or the podcast, because we started the podcast as a couple and it wasn't like my thing and I brought it to you and you were like, "Okay," it was like, "Okay, we're going to recommit to this because it changed after we lost the first baby and we realized we still wanted to do it. And. But a lot of the bulk of that work fell on me because you had to do everything else. You had to provide financially, do the coding program. And then Drew got here. So then I became really the essential caregiver in the home during that time. But now she's in daycare. So it's like everybody has their thing, right? And mama's at home on podcast. Podcast done. What am I, you know, what am I doing? So it was a combination of things about why I started looking. Um, But those were the main things. And I just think that, like I said, we've talked about this, but really for me, the toll that it was taking on our marriage for all that labor to fall on you was not was not good it's not good in my opinion
2: yeah there's there's something I'd like to add on to that I think that it's your time mm. um
1: thanks I,
2: ultimately you, yeah I know you know what I mean I haven't said that to you
1: you but, haven't that's why I'm like oh
2: um okay there's a there's a trend that you and I are aware of and. I don't know, maybe other married people or people in relationships get it too. But when you're together long enough, like sometimes it's just some, it's some the other person's turn Um, to go through the storms, to do their thing, to shine, whatever the case may be. I have went through a lot, both separately and with you um, after the first pregnancy. Before that, with my job loss, with your job loss, with like everything, like we've just been like going back and forth with our turn on the downside of things. Okay. If I'm making sense. Mm -hmm. And like me taking on this program and trying something new to like, to better, for the betterment of like our family was like my thing that I had to do. And now I think this is like your turn to do your thing. And I just want to like support that. Me and Drew, we just want to like, I don't know. Y'all, we've been cheering for Randy. We're just happy for her. Yeah. Thank you. Because it's, it's, you should be celebrated. You've not worked traditionally for a while.
1: 15 months, 16 months. We'll
2: dive into the depth of that <laughs> yeah. in a minute, but this is, um, I don't know. I think that one, I love your attitude surrounding the whole thing. Um, I'm going to support you no matter what and we're going to find balance with everything no matter what. But I just kind of, you know, it's just nice to see you step into like your think, thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Thanks, babe. I really appreciate you saying that. Um, yeah. So, I also
2: really like your outfits from your interview. (laughs) Thank
1: you. (laughs) Thank you. Um, what,
0: what
1: was I supposed to say? I was gonna say, what was I trying to say? I was also trying to say that, like I said, I've said it during my PDAs, but again, like your process and your bravery really encouraged me. And another thing that happened that was like, okay, Randy, okay, it's time to find work. We had a bill that it just one game getting paid, this, y'all. Is like, this the
2: last straw for you? Was this really like- That was the last straw. That was the last straw.
1: Because at this point, y'all want like, and my mom, when we sent the message, the group message to the family about Mikey's new job, we thought that the responses were like, not as hype as <laughs> as we were. Not in terms of like, oh, okay. It was, everybody was happy because everybody knows, but don't nobody know, no. And I know the people who are in a couple, in relationships or who are married get it. Don't nobody know, like, your spouse or your partner. But we was over here celebrating, not necessarily physically, but, like, just, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, verbally and vocally with each other. Um, But, like, in the message thread, everybody was like, hooray and congrats. But it wasn't like, no, nah, y'all need to be coming over here and we need to be doing a praise dance. And my mom was like, because we're pretty stoic when we talk about what it's been. I didn't realize that. To other people, like some people, we come off as stoic. As like, oh, it's not as bad as it is. Like she was like, it. A lot of people don't understand the gravity of
2: what of how because bad. Because I'm not always trying to illustrate the gravity of right. to people. I'm not. No, it's not a bad no, thing. I get it. Yeah. It's just that is that is who we are. Because we're not trying to make it seem like one. We want you to like come save us. Or we're pitius, not trying to yeah. make people feel worse about what our situation is. But you uh-huh. know, I use the word dire in my email. <laughs> I'm Like we are in a, di- a dire. <laughs> straights and nigga said die. yeah
1: <laughs> we were so that was the last job that bill was the last job because y'all there was nothing there was nothing mikey could do he it was nothing he could do there was there was nothing i could do obviously it wasn't gonna happen and we can't pay not nobody back we can't like we just can't and that I, and so after that and we talked about that briefly mikey went to his corner i went to my corner and i was like okay god for real Tell me what you want me to do. I'm going to do it. And then I got a job. I'm going to do it. In my corner, I got a job. Mikey got his job. And God was like, You need to get back on LinkedIn. Mm. I said, Cool. I can't find none of my pictures. I chose this picture from 2014. I still look the same. Cool. I got the picture from 2014. <laughs> no, no,
2: you're not going to gloss over that. Yo, it's 2019. It's about to be 2020. Yeah. Randy, you chose a picture from 2014. I look the same. Exact same picture. I look the exact same. I so love I was it. like,
1: okay. Cause it's I can't like find, cause y'all, after I lost that last job, what I said, I deleted everything. I deleted my LinkedIn. I said, when y'all see me again, I'm going to be in Oprah's book club. Mm-hmm. Fuck all y'all. Mm-hmm. And I was going to disappear my way into the book club list.
2: Got you. That obviously didn't
1: work. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, guy, get back on LinkedIn. I don't know why. Actually, I didn't know why by this point. I was like, okay, fine. Then guy was like, get on. Indeed. I said, okay. And I searched what I searched, dealing with publishing. Mm-hmm. And I did it because I had heard you talk about how, like, you got, you did the program, but you couldn't really learn it or or use it in the way that other people have because your baby had just been born. And then when class is over, you're driving lift. But now you're in a space where you're earning this money, all this money, and also in a space to learn it. So I was like, Randy, you need to get back to a learning phase. Mm-hmm. So I typed in what God told me to. Yeah, I promise you, I, I felt led by the Spirit. I was like this fine. This part
2: might irritate some of our listeners.
1: That's fine. I don't know what to tell you.
2: That's, That's just what happened. Not just putting it out there.
1: That's what happened.
2: So, Randy, how many jobs did you search and the platform before you found this one?
1: One. It popped up first. I read it. I said, "This is y'all. I said this is it." I it said to send a cover letter and resume. Some old bullshit. I updated my resume. Some bullshit. I updated my it's cover great bullshit. letter. Bullshit. I'm I just wrote my with you. cover letter in 30 minutes. Mm. Read it out loud to myself, Mm-hmm. finished it, mm. sent it. Actually, mm-hmm. I scheduled it because I thought it'd be weird to get an email from somebody at night. So I scheduled it to go out the next morning.
2: That would have been weird.
1: This was September 20th, y'all.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it went out. And I said, okay.
2: And when did you get your offer?
1: A few days ago. <laughs>
2: gotcha. So um, less than 30 days. Yeah. Far less than 30 days. And you applied to one job. Yeah, yeah. And you got it immediately.
1: Yeah, because also we're not in the business of just taking any job anymore. And no, I ma'am. And like and like nah, me and Dad are in cahoots. So we're not in the they business of just taking there any job, to take any job. I chose this job to apply for because it excited me. Mm-hmm. There wasn't any relief, like, oh my God. You know, it excited me. I just felt so happy. And I was like, Okay, okay, God, that's the one. Fine
2: fine i want you to, i want you to talk about that a little bit okay the, none, i, I was gonna have a question about that but i changed it but i do want you to like share that part um coming from where we come from and doing the work that we've done we've always been in a space where like jobs are like well you just got to work because bills right so you just got to accept whatever right and so like jobs are hard your team ain't always great you just got to deal with whatever
1: and everybody
2: near. don't love the work they do yeah yeah no and After your last job, and especially after my last job, that was just not our approach anymore. Yeah. Like, it is is possible for you to like your workspace, to like the people you work with, and to seek something that is actually a good fit for you so that you can enjoy the work that you do. Um, Especially because so many new places, especially for, like, millennials, are a lot more welcoming to us. Yeah. Like, look, you got to be here all day, so we don't want it to be shitty for you.
1: Right, and people are – employers are getting training on how to – do better. Mm-hmm. Brene Brown talks about it all the time. People fly her out. We like, look, we need to retain employees. What are we doing wrong? Yeah. Like, y'all lack an empathy. Y'all not paying them enough. There's no health care. It's, it's screwed up. You know, things like that. Like, so who
2: were we right. talking to? And they were talking about, like, the perks of their job. They was like, yeah, we have this, 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 and this. And we also get checks. Like, it was. CC. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that was one of them. Yeah. I think maybe Jeff, too.
1: Oh, yeah. But it was like, and Jeff.
2: like, they have all these benefits. We have, you know, they have the, uh. The happy hours and the the other stuff. But they have they have like oh yeah, catered lunch every But they also weekend. got
1: paternity leave. Maternity leave. They paying for Excessive adoption maternity services.
2: Maternity leave. They got pet
1: care. Mm-hmm. Like there are ways to take care of your of your employees. To retain them and, and like, and still make sure your job is done. And so I knew that I wasn't just going to apply for any old job.
2: Also real quick, again, back to the mentality. I think a lack of understanding that you have access to those positions is one thing. People are qualified for more than they think they are qualified for. Exactly. But they're not searching. I mean, I say they. We weren't looking for what we was, what we were looking for back then, you know? Right.
1: And one, not only did we not have access to the information, but also, and I talked about this in my indie, I didn't think I was deserving. So once mm-hmm. that mindset changed, I didn't apply for this job till it dawned on me that I was deserving and worthy of like good shit. And so like it was a trickle effect. Same. That eventually I was, so by the time that I've accepted that I deserve this, I deserve to be happy. And I you had it and
2: done. Like it was...
1: Yeah. So I chose one job.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I looked, but I was like, no, yeah, not, I'm not applying.
2: The way you said I looked. I mean, like-
1: I kind of like <laughs> scrolled through the rest <laughs> of the list that popped up, but I was yeah, like, no, this it, I said I listened so I listened. So I was excited. It wasn't relief. I was excited to see this job. I was excited to apply. Like I said, I did it all in one night, hmm. and I scheduled it off. I heard back, and let's
2: just dive into the process. Oh, okay, all right.
1: Um, I heard back from the position from the company, and they were like, "Hey, got your cover letter, got your resume. Based off your background and your skills, we need you. We would like to call you."
2: They tried to
0: play um, it cool.
1: It will. This call will take between 15 and 20 minutes. We're gonna okay. give you some info about the job and the company, and then we're gonna ask you one question. And the question was, why does it make sense for you to have this job right now? And so they gave me the question beforehand. So I had. And like, you
2: came home with that question, and you told me.
1: But the pro, the, the 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 gag is, I already had the answer. last Yeah. Night. So I like y'all. I literally am like squealing. Because I'm like, they don't even know I got this answer. You're prepared. I was prepared and didn't even know it, you know? So, and I love that they did that. Because it's, it's a non-traditional approach to trying to hire someone. They're trying to see not only are, if I'm a good fit, but are they a good fit? Do you remember I, your answer? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So I told what, was I, what
2: was it? What was it? I got I never paraphrased version. Oh, you didn't tell me. So,
1: he, he told me about the job in the company. And so, he goes, so, okay. And y'all, mind you, this was a pre-screening. So this was going to see if I would even go for an interview, like if they would call Mm -hmm. me back for an interview. Anyway, I told him that after I lost the last job or like, you know, after that job loss, I deleted myself everywhere. The same thing I just said, similar to what I said, I deleted myself everywhere. And I said, when y'all see me, I'm going to be on Oprah's book club list. And he started laughing. And I was like, but, you know, I realized that I was wrong like i had it all wrong i forgot my intention my intention was longevity the same thing that i've said here i'm not trying to be redundant my intention was longevity i want to be taken seriously in the publishing language literature arena and i thought at that time when i deleted myself from everywhere that i was being brave but i was really just scared
2: and shutting down um
1: yeah, yeah. and i this is what i said I, you know i was really just scared and now I. I. i know that and it makes sense for me to have this job right now because um I've remembered my intention and I'm ready to do the, the work and I want to be on a team. And, you know, it's just time. And he thought it was a great answer. And At I this even,
2: point, they already planned on hiring you. Mikey, but it's really nice. I'm pretty sure that was it. Why are you saying?
1: Because we don't know that.
2: I knew. <laughs> and once you start working, you can outright ask. I, oh, I love asking after the fact. Like, so what at what point during the interview did y'all know that I was going to work here?
1: So... <laughs> I love
2: you. I really I, appreciate what, your, I how hype you. you are about this. I'm just saying. You were so my answer. qualified. You are a perfect fit. I mean, yeah. You've been doing this shit. It just don't, it's just funny. I just thought it was funny.
1: So he he thought it was a great answer. Mm-hmm. And I liked, like I just, this whole time during this whole interview process, I haven't felt like I'm performing. I haven't felt like I'm being anybody but myself. Those are And signs. I've never had an interview like that except with one person, and that was with Yarber Peoples. When I was a college advisor.
2: I think I should interject. Okay. Everyone knows that it is common before an interview to practice, Mm -hmm. to rehearse, to Google
1: questions. Google
2: questions. Yeah. Look in the mirror. I didn't do none of that. Talk to yourself to, otherwise you're unprepared. Yeah. And you fucked yourself out of a job, right? Like that's the, that's the way of doing it. You gotta research the company, do a deep dive into maybe your interviewers if you have time to do it. No. Um, learn the company and,
1: And And I like that they did that work for me. He was like, I'm going to tell you about the company Mm -hmm. because you're Googling it. Probably, you know, ain't no point because it ain't even what I'm trying to do. I just I'm going to tell you and then you answer this question (laughs) Imagine going
2: out for a job. And it's literally just you talking to the person and they trying to, like, really fill your skills out and not like just test you on what you Googled the week before.
1: And so I really just appreciated that whole thing. And Mm -hmm. then he asked he said if I had any questions, then y'all this time around, all my work experience has prepared me for this. I had a I had a list of book, a list of questions. And so I was I I asked him if they if he was interested in retaining employees and if so how. Things that I should ask, things that you should know, and, you know, cuz I'm like I'm not trying to work somewhere that hates their employees and making their lives miserable and all these things I need to know. Um I asked where he saw the company next year, what was the goal? I asked questions that I really want to know because I'm going to be here. Cuz I also told God, you know then this the job that I get I'm gonna sit here for a minute I'm gonna sit here because part of doing the work is sitting in a space and being disciplined enough to do that work yeah. um and so I needed to be able I needed to get a job that I could stand to sit at and,
2: and I think so, that that's a personal choice that different people take on some people yeah. can like job hop nah. some people can go from place to place, but we are about stability like yeah. in our marriage in our in, in everything that we yeah. just look for what makes sense mm-hmm. and Something that is going to, like, last and work for us. And I think that that is obviously something that, like, stuck out to you. Yeah. It was like, it just made it even more of a good fit. Yeah. Like, do y'all actually plan on keeping me around? Have y'all been around long enough? Is HR stealing from?
1: You know, like, I'm serious. Like, questions are need the answers. So, anyway, it was 15 minutes. Um, Like he said, it would be. Then I got an email back saying that, it, that they wanted me to come in for an interview. Mm-hmm. I came in, and it was great. Um, was Just me and him. And then he had someone from the team, the other team, the the team that I would be on, come in and ask me questions. But I just your
2: future supervisor
1: manager. I don't know. The team is shuffling, so Mm -hmm. her or another person, maybe my supervisor. Okay, but she's still like part of the team.
2: Got you. But she heard about you from the interview before. She wanted to come meet you because she knew what was up.
1: And she had her own little book of questions. And I just loved how thorough they thorough they are. This is a publishing slash library services reference company. And so a lot of the clients. All of those
2: words with nerdy.
1: Y'all, these are my people, okay? A lot of their clients are publishers. Mm-hmm. And so we do work for the publishers. So that's content management, typesetting, research.
2: Yes, content management. <sighs> I'm so excited. I am proud of you.
1: Thank you. Um, so yeah, so he asked me a whole bunch of questions. She asked me a whole bunch of questions. And it just was nice. Like, I can't explain it. So.
2: Then so you met the team.
1: That was the next. So the last interview was the group interview and a skills test. And mm-hmm. so, y'all, this was the one that I was like, okay, wait. <laughs> because he told me I would hear back in a few days. I heard back the next day. And I was like, wait, you want me to come in? Oh, Monday? Huh? Okay. Okay. Well, God, fine. We just going to be moving. We just- yeah, this
2: was in the course of about 11 days.
1: Yeah. Yeah uh so monday was my group interview that's where i met the team Mm -hmm. and that was probably my most i really like the team so first of all y'all this team doesn't looks nothing like me if that makes like nothing like me and so at first that can be at first for me that was a little not intimidating daunting i was it was jarring because at my last traditional job and we're all around the same age i was the only black one by the time it came down to it but
2: i have to interject again okay at your last job. When you first started, you recognized about seven problems day one. And you came home and you told me them. I did. First thing was, our manager's a little young. She's actually younger than some of the people on the thing. Some people have a problem with that, but maybe not. Like, you weren't saying that because she's younger, she was incompetent. Just that she's it's a little different.
1: I was just surprised by...
2: That did prove to later be an issue.
1: There were so many things that was wrong. By the second week there at my last job, I knew I, I knew that it wasn't for me.
2: Team dynamics were a little but off. I you noticed like, that the black people were a little quiet.
1: Well, yeah, because it was like the black people would talk to me and I didn't realize this was a thing till I was on Twitter a few months ago when they were talking about, let's, let's share some crazy things that happen in corporate. And somebody shared when the black people talk to you, but when they get around the white people, they stop talking to you. I didn't realize that's what it was. Y'all, I, y'all know I'm, I'm overcoming the "this is me, something's wrong with me" thing. But I would talk to this dude because he was training me. He'd tell me all these funny stories and tell me about this restaurant and all this stuff. And so we get around our boss or any other white people, and be and I'd be like, "Hey, is this the restaurant you were talking about?" And he's like, "I have no idea what you're talking about. What are you saying?" <laughs> like y'all, it made me feel like I was fucking crazy. I was like, "Am I imagining conversations that we're yes. having?" Yes, you are. He would act like he had never spoken to me before. Nope. And the black girl didn't speak either.
2: He was <laughs> like, "That's I'm sorry, I'm sorry to this man."
1: They both quit, <laughs> and by the time by the time I left, they was already gone. They mm. had already been gone for like months
2: and because so, they had already planned on leaving when you walked through the door.
1: <sighs> that was really strange. So I was surprised that this team was so different, just based off visual phenotypic differences. Mm. And I was like, "Oh no!" I said, "I literally said, God." what are you trying to teach me? You know, this is, and then, so then I had my group interview and I was like, oh, I get it. These people are so damn cool and nerdy. We just nerded out. So the group interview, they just asked me questions again. And we ended up talking about podcasts and y'all look, it was, I can't explain it. It was so much fun. They are such nerds. Like we're talking about the capital I and internet Chicago style had it Mm -hmm. that way a few years ago, but this year is back to the lowercase I and, this podcast Shit that you would like, actually
2: find interesting, which is right weird. Just to provide a, a parallel again, one of the issues or things that I brought up to you when I was looking for work was I need to learn while I do it. Yeah, like I need to be in a space where this is something that I could continue because I do like it. Yeah, but it has to actually become a part of who I am. Right, in order for me to be successful, exactly because this is new.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You said the same thing. Yeah. Like, but but more so. I actually need to like learn from people. Yeah, you said you needed to be around be around people who could actually like also teach you something. Yeah, I don't think you learn much. And they're learners, like they're all.
1: And I didn't. And they asked one of the questions that I answered really well. I didn't realize I answered well till the end of the interview. They had asked me, "Where do I learn best? Like, what environment do I feel the best when I'm learning?"
2: And Randy nerdy asked, "I said
1: the library. Yeah, we used to live next door to a library. Mikey, was I there all the time or not? You were. Loved
2: it. It was weird." I loved
1: it. I said because the library. Because it's a library.
2: It's, it's I said I things.
1: love walking through the aisles and running my hands through the books. have terrible Wi-Fi. Boots. I love sitting at the reference table. The
2: computers are the same ones from O2.
1: And then my second place was one-on-one time with Drew.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's where I feel like I learned the most, these two places. I didn't realize I answered that right until the end of the interview. And they were, and the guy was like, one of the guys were like, when you said the library, I was like, you're one of my people because what this, this is what working here feels like. like working in the library like i was like these are my people <laughs> <laughs> so anyway it was a great group interview but then i had a skills test and that was what i was really stressed about because there was no real way to prep um for the skills test i had no idea i had asked how to prep and they thought it was a good question and i didn't get and
2: they gave you no answer no <laughs> same answers. shit i got too <laughs> Just to find, I, out. Like, find really out after the fact.
1: That's a really great question. There will be some Excel stuff, y'all. This skills test, first part I had to proofread and edit. I had to copy, edit, and proofread a paragraph. Then I had to... They linked like... the Then they linked like three articles off statistics. Like they had statistics about um like a range of stuff. And I had to make a graph in Excel explaining one of them. And then the last few questions... The last few questions. I had to research articles. So Mm -hmm. I had to research. I had to find an article where um, that provided a public poll opinion about the death penalty. I had to find an article. I had to find an opinion piece about the 2020 elections, but it had to be from a reputable source. Then I had to find...
2: So they actually gave you research tasks.
1: I had to research, and I had one hour. And I was like, oh, fuck, this shit is hard. And then on top of that, there were little details in the midst of the skills test. So like after you finish this part, save it in this folder. But they need to make like that I'm they needed to see that I was detail oriented mm-hmm. and that I Organized. could follow instructions. Mm-hmm. After you finish this, change the header to your name and the date. After you finish this, color code which article you use. Like
2: five people failed. We don't know that. that. Mikey's
1: just talking.
2: I do know that. You don't remember when we used to the teacher would literally say, Put your name at the top of the test.
1: Oh yeah. Like clockwork, or read two the niggas forgot first.
2: Like, and then you read the
1: whole test and realize you, you get, get to the, to the last one
2: and the last question. Say answer C on this question, and you pass. Right, and turn in. you
1: follow instructions.
2: I hate Miss Smith before, did that shit. And
1: before I took the skills test, uh uh-huh. yes, what, Miss Smith, Mister. Oh yes, Mister Smith did. Yes, as he did. Well. It was I say was like, we had a Miss Smith. Yes, he did, and Waller.
2: While did do it, all the I time. paid attention to that. While
1: I did it all the time,
2: I was studying for Mr. Smith test. I was like, "Nah, I'm gonna go. Through. I, don't, I don't need to read through. I'm gonna just answer."
1: So I had the answers. She before she told before I started the skills test, she mm-hmm. told me, "Listen, I made this very hard on purpose. Don't spend your time trying to be perfect. Just finish it." And said, you finished, okay. and I finished it with okay. three minutes to spare. <laughs> and so when I came and get to get her, she was like, "Do you need help?" I was like, "No, I'm done. I just didn't know if you wanted me to sit back there to." To twelve ten, mm. she goes. Oh no! Shit it on them. I just want to know. I
2: didn't hear that detail the first time. Shit it on the carpet uh, you No, know, I'm finished. Um, I was sitting there for an additional twelve minutes. I was picking through my nails, but then I realized that I should probably turn this in because I don't want you guys to think that I would just waste company time. So, it would was, was like so for me to crack out early?
1: So then, so then she tells her the director wants to talk to me, the one who interviewed me at first, and I say, "Okay." I go to his office, and he asked me if I were to get the position, when could I start? I said, "Immediately." He goes, "Okay." Well, the start date is the twenty second. Were you to get it, y'all? I've been out in the game so fucking long. I don't. I was like, "Is this normal to get the start date no, before normal. a job that you also you don't
2: talk to the director after an interview?" Oh,
1: I haven't done this, Mike. I haven't been on an interview in almost three years, mm-hmm. and I haven't had a job in almost. Three years so, a year, or two years. If
2: you listen to the last episode of the one before that, you would have heard me give my wife uh, a fight or flight <sighs> about her remembering her worth as a black woman. Yeah. I was trying to explain to Randy how she had a job and how I knew she had a job, but she wasn't listening.
1: I was really stressed about the skills. She was really stressed because it was really hard. Like, it wasn't like, oh, just Google this article. Like, no, they, like, I had to find certain, art, like, it was. What
2: I'm saying is, as difficult as it, as it was, you finished. I did. You finished and you did that shit when you weren't supposed to have finished. You yeah. were supposed to get through maybe a bulk of some of the things, not all of all of the things. And you were tripping. You was so absolutely tripping.
1: I was. And that was, that was a part where I started to struggle and I started to relapse, I call it, into old, unlessent Randy. <laughs> you got like, all the got lessons
2: of the, of last this season. Yeah. Of this last three why.
1: years. Yeah. Because I, what I realized was the skills test was triggering for me. And I don't use that lightly. Like it really was one, because I really like this team. Mm-hmm. And I was stressing because, and I know that like it may sound like a typical Randy thing or Randy got so attached. Y'all like, I'm telling you, this was God led. I said, okay, God, what? LinkedIn? This job? Fine. I like this team. And I was so nervous about disappointing them (laughs) and like them, like they're like, Oh, she's great in person and it's interview. But like her skills says, uh, like I was stressed. Beyond
2: that, you were also afraid to admit to yourself that you like this team. Like you kept saying, I like the team," but I don't know if I'm like, just say the sentence and stop.
1: Yeah. I mean, the team is so quirky and so smart Mm -hmm. and already like I already, I'm different than when I, before I had the interview like i already know more
2: people who have been through trauma and we are aware of this <laughs> have to do things or do things to shield themselves from future trauma even if it means even even if it's not like healthy yeah so you would say i like this but and you would say something else to try to make it seem like like if it don't work out then i didn't come I didn't like it all the way you know like i didn't i didn't give it a hundred percent like so you could like back out and still save something you know what I mean yeah but I just kept I kept pushing you to just say that you like the team, say that you like the job,
1: and he like did, the and I and I did. I just felt very exposed because it also highlighted to me that y'all anybody who's lost a job or either been let go or laid off or anything, whether you got a severance or not, unemployment or not, it's embarrassing. At least for me, it was. Mm-hmm. I hated having to call you. I had just told you I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, what is happening? Like my life literally felt like it was falling apart. I was so ashamed. That I had endured all this suffering just to be let go. For no reason. Like, I, and to this day, I have nothing to stew over about what what it was. Because all I got
2: was nothing. Do you like, remember when I called you when I was in college? And I was like, I was coming home. Not college. We graduated already. Uh,
1: oh, we were living together. Oh, and I was working
2: downtown. And I was like, and I called you. I you, was quit. Like, Randy, I, you quit. I got I let go. Like,
1: oh, I thought you resigned. I yeah, you resigned so that yeah, they yeah, wouldn't yeah. have. Yeah,
2: it was like, so you're going to, it was a forced resignation. Yeah. Because a whole bunch of other stuff was happening, but they needed, like, scapegoat, essentially. Yeah, it was I rare. was like, I was player of the month last month. Yeah. Nigga, I was Santa a couple uh-huh. months before. Like, Are how do were? I call and explain this to you?
1: Yeah, but I hated that anyway. I was like, bring your ass yeah, come home. Yeah, but you know. But and we so know Mikey know where where we like he was like, similar. At come home. Just come home. Just come home. Because I was pregnant. He was like, look, come home. So anyway, all of that. And then I realized after passing the skills tests in a sense and being hired because I got hired when like, we had this episode Woo! but I was hired that I was like oh I finally had to admit that what really was a problem at this job was race related which we all knew but it was really difficult for me to say because I thought that I had I was beyond that, not beyond experiencing racism at work. But I had done four years at a predominantly white school. I thought I had mastered whiteness, you know, <laughs> and like maneuvering white supremacy. And, the, and we and, talk about that the, a lot. And then like the irrational, I thought that I could, I was playing the game well. But y'all, like, I, I was not. No,
2: you were playing. You thought you was playing the game well.
1: I mean, towards the end, I realized. That okay, was okay. but I like, know. I was not. I was hyper visible, and the miscarriage made me even more visible. And it didn't help that the other black people there had quit. And so. Which
2: made your blackness just a little bit darker out. than right. what it was anyway.
1: On top of that, I was so sad. I was doing the work, but I wasn't like playing the game, attending these office parties and these stupid ass barbecues and this dumb shit. Like I couldn't do it. I was like, I gotta get home. You didn't meet them <laughs> at
2: the brewery. Mm. I did. You left early. Mm. With my sister. Yes, <laughs> so I <didn't>
1: Anyway. <laughs> um, so I realized that, it, that, and everybody had been telling me that. But anyway, so I realized that like I had to, I just felt very exposed. I don't, I realized I never really processed losing that job because we had shit to do. I was pregnant. I was trying to stay pregnant. I was worried about being negative. So I was like, okay, just gotta like keep your head down, keep your podcast running, keep this baby, you know? So now I was in a position where someone's asking me to do a skills test. And when you're let go, it feels like you're let go because of merit. It feels like you're let go because of, it felt like I was let go because of merit. It felt like I was let go because I wasn't doing my job well, but after 16 months, and I'm doing this new skills test, obviously, I'm doing something right, or you would have called me back.
2: Well, and again, you know, in order for a job to let you go, they still have to like rationalize it. Yeah. So it was like, hey, well, you didn't perform well in these areas, and here's why. You didn't perform well in these areas because I said you didn't perform well in this area because I needed to like let you go. Yeah. And I couldn't really do it based off of your actual work because. I didn't get that. You did the work. Yeah. I couldn't do it based off of the fact that you're black because. That's racist. I can't actually say that out loud. I can, however, be like, eh, she didn't really perform to the standards. She's new. We just got bought out. This is a really good excuse. Yeah. Let's offer you a severance. Yeah. And you can sign something and just disappear quietly.
1: Yeah. So.
2: But fuck all that. My baby got a job. I
1: do. Any other questions, before we get on to what this means about the podcast?
2: Okay. So I had a couple of questions for Randy. Um. A little mini interview in the midst of this conversation. Got we you. Got it's got just coming it. along. Okay. It okay. Is it is. They get content this month.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's okay.
2: Mrs. Chapman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. After almost a year and a half mm-hmm. out of traditional nine to five work and with a new baby, how do you plan to take care of yourself in this new season?
1: That's a really good question. I'm going to start with getting clothes. Is that what you mean? Or you mean something Period. deep? Uh, to both. Um, I'm gonna start with getting some clothes. Okay. All I have is maternity clothes, y'all. Um, uh, maternity jeans that I've been wearing since I've been pregnant and since I had the baby and mm-hmm. all that.
2: Maternity shirts And because shirts. you're not pregnant, you're, no, not. you will not gonna be wearing maternity right.
1: clothes. Right. But I have, that's all I have. Gotcha. Like I have, I can't fit the clothes that I had before I got pregnant. Cause I still ain't, you know, lost that weight yet. But also, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have any clothes. And so my first step is the dress code is business casual. I gotta take care of myself. I have to get some clothes that fit, that make me feel great, and that aren't maternity, you know?
2: Uh-huh. I, I, you were upstairs with my mom, and I was like, when I came, she saw me, she was like, you look good. And I was like, look, I just wanted to like, get dressed up today, because mm-hmm. when you look better, you feel better. This like, is true.
1: And i that's a thing. Yeah.
2: And when you look better, you feel better. Right. And because now we can actually afford basics. Like, I don't know what people thought, but like, a nigga was down to like, five boxers and, Four beaters like that don't have holes. Like, right. Just, like, it was just really
1: hard to, out here. And I've just been recycling the same few outfits, eternity jeans, same
2: few shirts. <sighs> I think Drew's seen your entire wardrobe.
1: I mean, yeah. Drew got more clothes.
2: So you're going to take care of yourself yeah. by I'm, so investing I'm gonna, in myself, your style.
1: I have to. I have to. Um, I'm also about to. I'm not trying to approach it as like lose his baby weight. But I, I really do. I am starting to like myself. And Drew is moving. we we gotta go like we gotta keep up with this baby you know and i'm tired of being
2: i don't think we're i don't think that we're falling back but i could see how it could be a problem and i just
1: i know that when we were our fittest and when i was my fittest i had so much energy Mm -hmm. i could do the work i could have ran laps around around this baby five years ago i used to be so strong y'all and after after you have after you get pregnant and after you have a baby I've been out of the game for so long. Like, my my abs aren't – I didn't even never have abs, but I'm so used to – I took for granted how strong my core was. Mm-hmm. Something as simple as being able to plank for five minutes, you know, or, like, something that just came easily to me, something I didn't even like to do, you know, like, to do a burpee without feeling like I'm about to throw up. You know, just – I want to be – I want to feel better, and I want to feel strong again, and I feel like getting back into a routine of work – Having to get clothes that fit, I can finally, like, start incorporating. When I get some structure to my life, I can start incorporating a regimen, you know. And also, yeah. Drew's a girl. Drew's a girl watching her mom. And that's just what it is. And I need her to know, you know, to pick up healthy habits and to not be obsessive and neurotic in an unhealthy way about her body and food like I have been in the past. And so, those are really my two main goals. Um
2: Investing in... Your clothes and your style mm-hmm. and Health. actively creating um, a routine.
1: Yes. And also my last one is l- just learning. I'm going to learn so much here mm-hmm. just about based off my job description. I'm going to have to do so much and I'm trying to also increase my visibility. Patreon, you really are going to get a post about this very soon. But as a writer, I need to be out here more. I haven't written for... I haven't written for someone else in so long. A lot of my old stuff pops up if you Google me, a lot of my old blogs and stuff, but like I need to be recent and current. And so those are my three things. Those, that's how I, I need to just prioritize Randy in essence so that I can pour into the podcast and you, of course, and Drew in group because he
2: ain't getting a lot of love lately.
1: But yeah. Okay. Thank you, Ms. Chapman. That was, no, that was, that was a, that was a
2: great answer. It was a great answer. Uh, Mrs. Chapman. How do you plan to find balance between your marriage, work, and motherhood?
1: Well, I've done the marriage and work thing before. This baby is just mm-hmm. different.
2: That
0: was um, yeah.
1: I don't know. Women have been doing it for years, for centuries. So I think we're just gonna have to work together, to be quite honest, which I honestly believe that you know already. Mm-hmm. You've already started doing things to like show that you know this. I'm gonna need some help because we know that I'm all about Drew and I'm all about you. And sometimes it'd be like, Randy, when did you shower last? You know, and that's, that's not cute. So I think I'm just going to need, I'm going to need some help. And obviously you're going to pick up a lot of the things, not a lot, but you're going to like start back picking up things with the podcast. Like you have the minis you edit now and the bonus episodes. I think we agreed on you upload to Patreon. So like there are things that you're going to start back doing now that you're also not working nights. Mm-hmm. and have a little bit more traditional
2: I am, hours. But it's really only two. Two nights versus seven nights a week. And I don't have to work during the day. Anyway. Yeah. And
1: you can be different. home if we could just get yeah. a space for you. And you like working from home. So. It's nice. Yeah. So I think I'm just going to need help. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to do my best because I care about all of it. But I'm also ready to be back to work.
2: So you plan on ready to be ready to be back to work. bringing your partner into that part of the process. Yes. And figuring that out together. Yes. Is your answer. Yes. To that question. Yes. Got you. Okay. Okay. Mrs. Chapman. what are three things that you're really looking forward to in this new line of work?
1: I'm really looking forward to all the research. Okay. And the random facts and things I'm about to learn. Okay. That's really exciting to me. I'm looking forward to the act of going into a building and working. Now, my last job, we had work from home options and I realized I'm not a work from home person. Those
2: were not the very most productive days for you.
1: No, work from home is hard. You thrive in that. I do not.
2: But I also would distract you, too right? Sometimes. And
1: my baby. And it was know, mad
2: Netflix. It was a, You know, it was, just, it was
1: a lot. And on home, top of that, like for instance, I prefer working out in the gym. I mm-hmm. love a
2: crowded gym over working out at home. Same.
1: Like I need to be in a mental space of like where you know you know what I mean. Like I yes. just need to be in that space. Actually, and being so, in a
2: physical workspace. Yeah.
1: So I'm looking forward to being in a physical workspace. I like leaving, listening to a podcast on the way to work, going inside. Being on a team, I'm really looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. And the third thing I'm looking forward to is how my writing is going to improve. Because this is a publishing library reference company. This is all about language and literature and grammar. And I'm really excited how to see how my skills, how I, I strengthen my skills being in a space where I constantly have to write well, speak well, not in terms of like formally, you know, but like I have to be in a space where I'm constantly reading and being informed and and knowing my grammar my grammar skills because if you don't lose use it you lose it mm-hmm. and that is the case for english you know and just language in general and so i'm really excited to be in a space of learning i really
2: am i like that thank you i do this is my last one okay <laughs> all right what is one key thing that you hope to gain from this new experience
1: i feel am i being redundant i feel like that
2: no the other one, what, what are three things that you're looking forward to just in general? Mm-hmm. But what is one key thing that you look forward to taking away from it?
1: This Not experience? what you just want
2: to experience. Like this job Yes, or? this job. What's one thing that you want to take from it? Or, um, or this process? What's one lesson here that you don't want to forget?
1: I don't, oh, what I don't want
2: to forget. Let's go with that.
1: Okay. I don't want to forget. Oh, there's so much. I don't want to forget. What I don't want to forget is how excited I, I am. I was and what led me to that excitement. And it was all this suffering that we had done in the past with work and how people normalize just do the work and go to work and be miserable and make your money. You millennials are so it, whatever. Like you do not have to suffer. Yeah, they're going to be hard days and bad days. And I'm not look- like, I'm sure it's not going to be perfect. And mm-hmm. just talking through the group interview, I know it's some craziness that's going to happen, but like you also don't have to be miserable. And I'm, I hope I never forget that I don't have to be miserable. I do not have to suffer at work. And it is possible to thrive and to take care of myself and to be able to take care of my family at the same time. Like I don't have to be miserable at work. And so being out of work for this long and all that heartache really showed me that. And I hope I never forget that, that I can I can really only apply to jobs I want to apply to and that I'm qualified for. You know, I don't got to go send out 10 applications a day. Why? Why? If I already know,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> then I know. For why? For why? So yeah.
2: Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I just thought that it was important to to put that part out there. No, I appreciate it. Um, it's very it's common for us to like go through stuff and be in it when we in it, but then forget the lesson, forget the takeaways, because time passes. Yeah. We were watching Um, Umbrella. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins returns, and she was like, "The adults always forget."
1: Yeah, I do not want to forget in this. It,
2: and it's magical, and it's nice. No, you, of course you. How, why would I ever forget this really great thing? Yeah. And then you start living again, and time has passed, and, and you life forgot. Is hard. Yes.
1: Like I forgot my intention.
2: Exactly. All of a sudden,
1: I'm trying to write one book. No, the goal was to write a million. Mm. I need to be out here. You know.
2: But along the way, you got hung up on the one. Yeah. And you thought that this was it, and yeah. when things weren't looking well, or all the time for you know for it, you thought this was it.
1: Yeah, like, oh, um, I must not be any good. This must not be the dream. The which goal. is not
2: the case. And to no. everybody out there listening, do not forget.
1: Your intention. Remember yes. what your intention is. What is your intention? What is it?
2: Because I never forgot my intention through our process. And I'm happy today.
1: Yeah. And,
2: and I that's get why time I... with my girls. And yeah. my girls is getting the stuff that they want. It's just, it's nice.
1: And that's why I I know we talked about this briefly, and we, me and Mike talked about this off the mic, but that's why three-star don't bother me. Like, I know, like, first of all, in the grand scheme of things, it's very small. Like, it's a fucking star. Like I like, Mm -hmm. ratings matter in terms of, like, brand deals or whatever, I guess. But we had an intention for starting this podcast, and it was to stay together,
2: period. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Stay married, connect to other people.
2: Hopefully help other people stay married, too.
1: That was it. And so, like...
2: And I'm noticing that with time passing, one, because of our indies and we are putting, like, our personal social media stuff out there. Yeah. I got a request. I've gotten requests recently from people, married people. Yeah. Uh, And by the way, can y'all please DM me so I know that you're a real person so I can, like, add you back? I don't want you to think that I'm just, like, taking your follow and not following you back. Um, (laughs) But, like, real people are affected by what it is that we say or do and find value in that. And those just the motherfuckers that i'm talking to
0: yeah
1: yeah i want yeah that's period so okay thanks babe i really appreciate you asking those questions so what this means for the podcast y'all so if you are on our patreon or if you've been toying with the idea of joining our patreon you know that right now maybe you don't know but right now our patreon stresses that you know i'm writing full time mikey's doing a coding program We need help. You know, (laughs) life don't care about this podcast, but now our goals are changing. Everything is,
2: everything is changing.
1: We are in the space where we are in repair. Obviously y'all, yes, this job pays. Yes. This is a steady check. Mikey's working. He has a steady check, but we have so much to repair. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. It, it might take another, like, <laughs> just a quick little, a you know, year, yeah, That's another it year. It, it may take a solid year to really get us back, back, but for now.
2: Nah, so, to get us, beyond, like, like, to get us, it's yeah, a gift yeah, to get right,
1: to get right. It's going to take about a year because we, we're in the spirit of repairing right now. So, but still our goals are changing. So right now, our main podcast goals, especially when it concerns Patreon and those, then that funding, we want to, only use Patreon for podcast stuff, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Right now Patreon pays bills. We want to use it for podcast stuff, including podcast bills, but they aren't that much. Um game nights and date nights. That is what we want to do. And
2: that's what we've been talking about since we, since started. we started.
1: And that is just money. It's always just been money. And we just cannot put out no crazy ass event. And then y'all come back taking pictures, post I can't do it.
2: <laughs> We, we're really, we're really bad about not putting out bullshit. We can't. Which is why sometimes some stuff will get postponed. Sometimes, like, I would rather give you something good than to just give it to you.
1: It's why we haven't created a YouTube channel yet, because we're still trying to figure out how we're going to do that, because I, I, yeah,
2: yeah. I don't want to figure it out while, while we go. giving you like, piss poor we can bullshit, at least yeah. have
1: a plan. Yes. So anyway, so, Patreon, so Patreon only Patreon podcast.
2: Podcasts, game nights. Mm-hmm. Date nights.
1: And... We want to start using our Patreon kind of like how humans of New York uses their Patreon.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, they, they, they fund the people that they see, that they meet out in the world. And what we, one of the, the feedback that we hear back, the feedback that we hear all the time when people write in is that y'all understand, y'all going through the same thing, y'all mother-in-laws, you know, helping with formula, y'all are living with somebody too. We're all the same. And so we want to start using our Patreon for gifts bills family food help essentially just giving back
2: i'm talking like bills bills
1: for real bills because it is a shame that we are all suffering (laughs) and struggling and not in terms of like it's your fault but more just like this is just the country we live in where we are in our lives and we really want it is like in our it is on our hearts to start using this funding for helping people
2: Helping people and connecting with people. Yeah. And giving you a load point.
1: off because we were showing a lot of grace during the season. Mm-hmm. People helped us out. Y'all helped us out. Nikki gave me a thank you letter. She was like, listen, here's a template. I had rearranged it for how I've already been talking to these people when mm-hmm. I interview, but it was like.
2: And I, I never, never want to mix names, but someone said Drew clothes.
1: Yeah. Brittany. And she's
2: worn because them shits were fire, by the way. Yes. Um,
1: zero to three months. That's all she was. <laughs> Cause we ain't have nothing. <laughs> like, just, Amani sent, um, Cetaphil. Like, just, like, y'all just. I've
2: had men reach out to Christmas me in DM closed. and offer to send me some money to help yeah. out during the pro- like. It's, it's different. It, it feel, it felt really good. Like, I, I, this was recent. Like, but I told him, it was like, you know, like, I, I, this is something that we have to deal with. I have to push through. But just to be offered is a big deal. Yeah. And it, it, and it's necessary, one, because, I don't know, I think as, Married millennials, we are already a community. As millennials, we are a community. And we all know we need to help each other through this shit because life is hard enough. So giving back is just one of our main goals. And now that we have the space to breathe.
1: Yeah. And we're starting to repair. We can start doing that little by little. But Mm -hmm. that is ultimately what's going to be the future goal of Patreon. And so when you join... and In our shop. We forgot to put the shop. Oh, yeah. The shop too. The shop is like... Yeah, we've been we've that's been that's coming next year. Y'all we've been, been don't like working. That. Yep. That and game night slash date nights are coming next year. I'm claiming it. My that would be a fun it. time. Yeah, the shop we've been working on that. So, but
2: ultimately, still extra content, still yeah, early uh, the, access, yeah. everything there. We're just gonna do more. Yeah. Um, so those
1: goals are changing, and we'll be updating that soon. So y'all, we not got a comment like,
2: a couple weeks ago that I wanted to highlight, and I should have wrote it down. Hopefully it wasn't Ashley because she would have just been mad if I don't remember her name. <laughs> but somebody had commented like, "I see these Patreon notifications." Like, it was, was Susie. Okay, yeah, thank you, Susie. It was Susie. Like, yes, the notifications are coming. We are trying to make sure we're being consistent about everything and, and we honoring your
1: f- your funding. Like y'all, because that's the point. I don't understand sometimes <sighs> that Patreon is always like. <laughs> y'all, <sighs> y'all don't oh, understand. God. You feeding mouths over here. <laughs>
2: so here's the thing. Randy's dad, Randy would always say about her dad that he just can't hold water. Like, that's like they family saying. He can't hold water. So they water. don't tell him nothing in advance. They don't van. tell him shit. They don't tell him shit about family <laughs> functions, Christmas, or like gifts. to somebody put nothing like that? Nothing. Because he'll ruin it. Yeah. I'm starting to learn that the older I get,
1: the more you can't hold water.
2: It's getting harder for me to want to. Yeah. Patreon, just a heads up, great things coming. Thank y'all for everything.
1: What are you talking? Don't even say I'm
2: not I'm not gonna give anything away. I'm just saying I'm really looking (laughs) forward to what's coming. I'm I'm excited. excited. I am excited.
1: Yeah. So we're we're really so the goal is like repair and give back, period. So yeah. So that's the episode, y'all. Mikey, thank you for 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 like Your time. Thank you.
2: Your time. I'm really excited. I love watching you, Sean.
1: I'm really excited. My start date is soon. And we are gonna figure out this podcast. Stuff. <laughs> Thankfully, we going on a podcast break exactly in November, and that's we so about we can to, get some time. Yeah, we get some time to, to figure really out, get that into out. the groove. But that's what we've been doing, y'all. That's why it's been so so quiet on our Instagram and social media. Because I've been on interviews. Mike has been working, y'all. It's been grunt work.
2: Drew been sick.
1: Yeah, she been sick all week. Then we find out she allergic to her medicine, y'all. Oh, this poor girl. Ugh.
2: But mommy is the focus today. Yeah. Randy did exactly what she was supposed to do. She delivered. She shattered on her competition. Mikey, she destroyed everyone else, and she and just, is you worthy. God. You are Thor.
1: Thank you. Are you the god of hammers? No, you are not. I am You're not, not the god, god of, of hammers. Hamm- no, I'm the you god are not. of thunder.
2: Exactly. You don't need the hammer. I don't. Because you always have the thunder.
0: Just yes. Mm,
2: mm.
1: So yeah, I it's I it's I feel re- I'm really happy, and I'm just gonna let myself be happy because it's been a long time. I have joy. Not just happy, but like I'm genuinely excited. That's why I kept stressing to them. This is so exciting to me. When you want me to start, I can come right now. Look, my husband's still home I with my desk. Like, I'm ready. So, yeah, thank you.
2: <laughs> All right. Engagement, love.
1: Do y'all remember your attention? What is your intention for your relationship, for your marriage? What is your intention for your career? Are you following that? Have you forgotten what your goal was?
2: I will add on to that. Are you feeling unfulfilled in the work that you do? Are you feeling trapped? Have you settled? Mm-hmm. Um
1: have you settled?
2: Are you doing work that aligns with your purpose or just what's happening with your or that aligns with your situation?
1: Are you suffering?
2: Um obviously I would never encourage anybody to just like leave a job. I was going to die selling pitches. <laughs> <laughs> At, no, he used the, to at the, the Ferris wheel or here, or the aquarium, my nigga. Like I would have, oh. I was gonna be, I was gonna be somebody manager. He was. That like was the years. goal. Just keep
1: be, no, like an
2: ain't. idiot, like yeah. a fucking idiot. Anyway,
1: making ten dollars an hour.
2: I would never encourage you to Plus do tips. that. However, I do see possibilities in trying to find that thing that you're supposed to be looking for. I remember there were people who would apply for jobs while they was on the clock. Yeah. I thought it was weird. I used to do that. But now I think I was stupid for not doing those same things. Yeah. Um. Alicia started working at Apple and then she left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, oh, like you was applying, like you were looking for something. So if so, ultimately what I'm trying to say is, for my piece of this engagement, is to put yourself out there. Have you submitted an application to something else that you want to do? Have you tried to like reach for a goal or something that you wanted to do that you are qualified for?
1: Should I say the position? Go ahead. What's
2: your title? What's your title, I would
1: be a content development assistant. Yes, ma'am. I'm really excited.
2: My baby out here, developing content.
1: I'm really excited.
2: I'm I'm really excited.
1: And I hope these people don't turn out to be crazy, but I honestly don't think they will.
2: Well, they're going to find out that you was crazy, and then it's just going to be like, oh, we really were meant for each other.
1: (laughs) I'm really excited. So, yeah. I love you, babe. I love you. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Patreon. So we've already done a Patreon spiel. Kind Little spiel. Of, yeah. But basically, our Patreon features additional content. And that won't change. My blog posts mm-hmm. about being a wife, mom, woman, writer, and a content development assistant. Woo! Mikey's Daddy's Journals. And she has one coming soon. Additional mini and bonus episodes. Mm-hmm. And early access to what's going on with our family. So Patreon knew before everybody did that Drew was sick and all that type of stuff. Um, they knew about the job. They knew about the interview, the first interview, and then the second interview afterwards. And, um, yeah, they knew about Mikey's stuff as well. Yes, He man. started working before we did the episode about it.
2: So, if you are nosy like the rest of our Patreon family <laughs> and you want to be informed ahead right. of time, do that.
1: Join our Patreon. We also give unedited episodes. They love the baby in the background, the long pauses,
2: mm-hmm. the the
1: cussing each other out before we uh cut that out. I think
2: our Patreon family on. is is imbalanced <laughs> like we are.
1: They love it. So we do unedited episodes as well as exclusive pictures or early access pictures production notes so they knew what this episode was already about in our notes. And yeah, if that sounds like something you're into, mm-hmm. you can join for as little as three dollars a month. And if you can't commit to a monthly membership, you can always send us gift cards at Amazon. Through our email at blackmillmare at gmail.com.
2: Again, that's blackmillmare at gmail.com.
1: And our Patreon is patreon.com slash blackmillennial marriage.
2: Thank you, babe. All right. Fight or flight. Fight or flight. What you got for us tonight?
1: Oh, it's my fight?
2: Yeah. Oh. Yep, it says uh, right there, Randy.
1: Oh, my thingies are scrolling.
2: Y'all, yeah, we're sharing a Google Doc, and so
1: we can't, we be fighting in here. Okay, <laughs> fight or flight. Uh, my fight, Lord Jesus! You need to pay your parking tickets <laughs> today. One of your friends
2: <sighs> got his car towed. God rest his soul. He's not dead. I'm oh, sorry.
1: Dead. He got he got his car towed. God rest his wallet because he been parking in the deck at work and ain't paid plus unpar- pick, unpaid t- parking tickets. Mikey has got a few warnings before they gave him a ticket. I think he got one.
2: I got warnings on both of our cars and a couple tickets on mine. But like, Mikey, you he, need to. I, I parked backwards because Mike, they're not supposed to get out the car to scan the plate. Mike, this morning, I swear to God, I parked next to him. I parked next to. Yo, he texts
1: me, so and so's getting his car towed. I'm next to him. I call him like, what the fuck does that mean? Is it you next to him on the? My on second the, text
2: didn't send yet.
1: Are you you next to him
2: on the on the
1: on the, the tow? <laughs> <laughs>
2: what you saying? So. The way that this parking deck is set up is if you pull it forward, the little car, when they drive by, they can scan your plates. There is one nigga on their team, and I'm pretty sure it's the only nigga that's been ticketing me, that will get out and go, because I park backwards. It's not the Mike, easiest lot to park backwards in, but I will back into any spot because Mike, I do this shit. They went around to the back of my car Mike, and gave me a ticket. Listen to me. I'm not going to risk it anymore. Listen to me. Yes, ma'am.
1: And I say this with everything in my spirit. Mm-hmm. I cannot afford your habit. What habit? We cannot afford your habit.
2: What are you talking about?
1: Of tickets and money. I don't have a ha- habit of tickets it. And if money. If this car got towed today
2: Yeah, nah, we, we talked about that afford too. To, we, we could literally. not
1: we couldn't afford to pay the parking tickets nah, or to get it untold that's why and why your I had baby's move it. car seat is Was in, in the there. back seat. That car is our livelihood. I also
2: had to have paid the tickets in order for them to release items items for the car. This is what I'm car.
1: saying. Paul Chapman
2: no, don't do that.
1: The, I'm so serious. Okay. Stop it.
2: Okay. Stop it. <laughs> I already planned to stop it. And I'm going to pay them back because I never know when I'm going to have to park there again. And we're going to get a the monthly
1: parking. I, I don't will get care a monthly if market, market, we're going to get a monthly. I told you, I call marriage. Like Beth said and This Is Us. I'm putting my foot down.
2: That is your hand.
1: Mikey, I can't afford it. You can't afford it. We can't afford it. Stop it.
2: Well, to be honest.
1: Stop it. That don't at me. <laughs> I'm not paying for your parking ticket With this new
2: job. You know no. You could you could front a nigga. No, I'm not fronting a nigga for footer. putting
1: himself in this position. Stop it. I'm what? not. If you call me, I'm going to tell you something right now. Before you call me about uh-huh. the car getting told,
2: don't. I told him what was going me. down there. I was like, look, <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm going to have to lie to my wife today. I was like, this I'm gonna, nigga got to. Listen to me. Don't, no, I'm going to have him call you. I want him to, I want you to hear him tell you on the elevator on the way there I was like, boy, my car was next to you. Did you see my car? He's like, what <laughs> color was it? I was like, nigga, it's white. What you mean? Do you, you seen my car five times. I was like, nah, let's go. So we went down there. I was like, look, no bullshit. I'm lying to my wife today. I can't even tell her the shit, right? Like if the car gone, the car, nah, like I'm going to have to steal the shit. Bam. Don't come
1: huh? home. Yes, yes, man. Until you get the car back and find some money. Got you. That is my well, fight. In the future, you know, we I'm have that I'm sure that the clear. money will we be don't lie to each other. To, we
2: don't. I was I'm going to today. I'm telling you
1: that you're going to have to. You're going to have to you're going to have to stay gone.
2: It's about to hit up a couple of the drug dealing You're cousins. going
1: to have to do whatever you have to do. Let
2: me get a quick little foe. Mike. It's Saturday. I could have made a quick little four hundred.
1: Listen to me. Give me. 3 hours. Listen to me. Huh? I just want to be very clear, okay? Yes. That's my fight. What are you doing? Are you fighting or flighting?
2: I was going to run in the strip club and just grab money off the floor and right <laughs>
1: <laughs> you do whatever you gotta do ain't. Coming home Don't come back The plans don't that run through my head
2: Don't come back I was like I'm gonna pay and the $10 cover because charge
1: Because you're funny
2: But I'm gonna leave with 300 but don't
1: come back and I'm gonna do that same shit at a, a different strip club And her car seat and everything else in it mm-hmm. And the tickets paid So you need to pay them
2: But to make me feel better I was gonna also get a dance <laughs> <laughs> So can you ever pay to strip a hole with fifteen that you picked up from the floor? Cause that's different. We I'm a different that at my type back, of nigga. Not
1: we, because them hood rats that in my bachelorette party, they were picking up the money they had already thrown. <laughs> I said, Y'all trifling. <laughs> and I'm gonna go to the back because I don't want to explain to my husband that I'm seeing penis. So goodbye. But you I need to stop you. picking up this money and throwing it back at him. Cause what, it's already on the
2: floor. But that means maybe they didn't see them them bills. <sighs> maybe she didn't see the specific one. It flipped really nicely. I make it do a spiral. I got form. You do. I died. You know,
1: I, I, I haven't been to the strip club with Mike, but I have seen him spiral a dollar.
2: I can make that bit and flip,
1: and he does it, do, it. does fly. Listen, I don't care about none of that. <laughs> you figure it out.
2: Do whatever you gotta I'm do. Picking up soggy dollars. With you better letter. John
1: Q it. I don't know who you got a hold hostage, but that car <laughs>
2: should not be
1: getting towed. Will not.
2: And You can't come on. John home. Q is so fucked up. You That's can't. exactly what happened. She started crying. It was like, do something.
1: Do something. <laughs> make it work. I'm not even playing. So
2: you hold the, the towing company hostage.
1: PDA. <laughs>
0: Answer me this. How long have you had that mattress? Because it's looking even lumpier than my lockdown love handles. And while those might be more
1: cuddly, a lumpy mattress is doing nothing for your comfort levels or your sleep. So whatever body you're rocking, put it on a Nectar mattress. And right now you can save over $500 on any queen or king bundle. That includes a Nectar mattress, foundation, mattress protector, cooling pillows, and sheet set, as well as our 365-night home trial and a forever warranty. Go to Nectarsleep.com
0: slash save 500 and get hugged
1: pda
2: so i started laughing about it though real quick because i also realized that your car isn't at home so like you wouldn't even be able to get me to the towing place right it's like a whole bunch of stuff just went to my head anyway yes pda i go first yes <sighs> this is what i've been waiting for this moment i ain't gonna do too much because i have to save part of it for when we make love
1: oh okay Uh, (laughs) I can't.
2: I'm serious, but basically.
1: Are Are you going to cry?
2: No, I'm not going to cry. I just think that it's very important that I be clear with you right now. Okay. I am proud of you. I am. You set a goal. You said you was going to do something, and you did it. You said that I inspired you to do something, which made me feel really, really great. But then you like went through with it, which made me feel (laughs) really, really great. You are deserving of a lot of things, including everything that you want and hope to gain from this new job Um and this work. I hope that it pushes your career forward. I hope that you get all the information that you can make, all the connections that you can. I see nothing but success for you ahead. Um Success with your book, success with this job, success with connections that you might make. Just all of it. Like, I'm just very proud of you. Thank you. I'm very proud of you. Cause you're one step closer to everything that you, that you worked for, that you wanted. Just one more step closer. And I love you for that. Thank you. And I cannot, re- cannot wait to retire at 40. And we just live off your money.
0: <laughs> Thank you.
2: It's going to be great. I'm proud of you, babe. You worked really hard for this. You had your anxiety moments where you were annoying <laughs> and you forgot who you were. I did. You I relapsed. forgot what you do. Yeah. I do this. You lost sight of what the fuck you see when you look in the mirror like yeah. you had your moments but you are and have always been worthy of whatever it is that you want thank you and you killed that shit I and did. i'm proud of you thank you and i cannot wait to give you congratulations head
1: because <laughs> we haven't done that yeah it has been crazy over here this
2: little girl didn't go dig
1: she's been so sick y'all mikey stop
2: oh you gonna send her sick
1: mikey you okay your penis is just talking. Your child
2: <laughs> is like. <laughs> that was, <laughs> oh, that was just, my face.
1: <laughs> so, my PDA. Yes. So, we had a conversation a few days ago. It's actually been ongoing. We're still adjusting to you being home. hmm Which is like sad to say, but it's real. Like, we had got accustomed to you not being here. Because we had to. You had to be out. I had to be here. Drew, You know. And Drew just was, was so happy. You know? She's so happy. And, but it's been an adjustment. It's like, okay, Randy, it's just an adjustment. So we had a conversation about what does that look like? Does it look like me telling you what to do? Does it look like you asking me what to do? Does it look like you just fi- figuring it out? And that has caused some some frustrations with, with both of us, with each other, individually, whole bunch of shit. However, my PDA is, I felt like our most recent conversation, you did what you said you was going to do. You was like, okay, fine, fine. Shut the fuck up. I got it. You didn't say that, but you said it. I saw you. I said it. You didn't say it out loud. Oh. But you definitely it in I your did. head and huh. I was mad, but I let it go because it's, you work better when you're mad anyway. You know? My mom used to say that. Oh, you mad? You clean better when you're mad. Go ahead.
2: That would've pissed just me. Just
1: not slam that door.
2: <laughs> 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 she
1: used to say crazy. Oh
2: I love your mom.
1: <sighs> she was awful. I mean in a great way, but she used to be like, Are you really mad? No. No. Go clean your room.
2: I've heard her say that.
1: Like, she don't care. So, that's, that's where I was. I was like, oh, you're mad. Cool. You can be mad. I think you deserve that. This is upsetting, you know. <laughs> but you, you've you been really doing just great, Mike. Like, earlier today or yesterday, I was putting on her ones and You, like, came and helped me. And so, it was like this thing. And Drew was just, like, happy because, you know, her daddy's big. He's just picking her up. It's and just mad hands. Slipping like, yeah. just like, ah, you know. <laughs> and... <laughs> You know, all her bottles are washed every night. So I, when I wake up to feed her or when we get up in the morning, I can just, like, grab it. You can just grab it. It's just great. You're, like, doing what I asked you to. but Not even just what I asked you to. What I did ask you to. That is my PDA. You're just being a dad. And you're tapping into, like, what that means for you. And it's really great to watch. And it's holding me accountable because it's like, okay, Randy, yeah, you're used to doing this by yourself all the time. But, like, you're not a single parent. Your husband can do this. With you. For you. Without you. Like, yeah. like the other day you stay home. I want to grab the food because usually you don't want to grab the food today. I went to the store to get the Benadryl. You stay with her. Like usually it's, it's different. I ain't know where none of the shit is, but because you do all the store runs, I'm calling you or you like, Randy is on this aisle. What you mean? I'm on this aisle. No, it's another owl. like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so like, like I'm learning how to do the things that you were doing and you're like, you get in time with Drew. So I just really appreciate you being frustrated, communicating with me that you're frustrating frustrated and still just doing it it makes me feel like being married isn't a scam and it makes me feel like we can make it work
2: i love you i love you too thank you you're welcome and i'm proud of you thank Again. you
1: i'm proud of you sir i'm telling you i watched you i was like okay you really did lead mike and i know that like for you the leading didn't look like look the way you've always wanted nah, to we lead. because we were still broke because we were still broke but you led, you led in bravery. You did the work. Mike, you did the work. You drove live for three years. Did you want to? Absolutely not. When you really need a reprieve, <laughs> stop blinking at me. When you need a reprieve.
0: Yeah, we need a fucking you need YouTube it, this, channel.
1: We do. When you need oh, a reprieve, when you need it like mm-hmm. we needed the money. You need diapers. You the only one making money. You gotta go drive. You need gas. I need gas. Like you did it. And that really showed me that taught me so much about discipline. And some things you got to eat, you know, and, but it also showed me like at the same time you simultaneously work to get yourself out of that situation so you could be happy or in a space where you weren't suffering, you know, and, you know, while I did suffer in my own way, watching you suffer kind of limited how much I did because i only applied in one job. I was like, yeah, I ain't, I don't got a job left because Mikey did already.
0: (laughs) I'm going to just do this in one job. (laughs) So
2: hopefully you ain't got to go through that.
0: Right. (laughs)
2: Yeah, hoes! Right. Mm.
1: So yeah, that's I took what too I much made. from Jay Z. Like I, I uh-huh. really, you really did lead that way, Mike, and show me about how to be brave, how to be disciplined, how to remember my attention. And so, yeah,
2: I love you. Thank you. I love you too. You're welcome. I'm proud of you. I'm really excited for you to get back to the world.
1: Me too. Um,
2: that's how another to big adults. thing about this. I, th- I didn't know where to throw that in there, <laughs> um, but that's an important part. Being around adults consistently, talking to new people, meeting new people. Making friends again. Yeah. Is different. Um, and then reconnecting with some people who you may have missed and liked. Um, shout out my cousin Brandon. Again, I miss you. Love you, bro. Yeah. Little things like that. Yeah. Like it's, it's a to whole new world again, for you.
1: Like I haven't necessarily driven.
2: No. You gotta fix your car up.
1: You know? Like.
2: Get you a real quick tune up. I gotta take it to the car wash again.
1: Yeah. Clean it.
2: So I didn't tell you, when I went down to the parking deck to get my car, this is the kidding. last thing. I swear to God, i to wrap it up. We were we were talking, me and him, about mm-hmm. whether or not I should move it because they had put a ticket on it. And I you was got
1: like, another ticket?
2: There, there, was, there was a ticket. I told you this was where. No, there was not a today. On I said that I had a ticket. Anyway, so there was a ticket on it. I'm going to look back through that text. Go ahead. And so me and him were talking. He was like, well, since they ticketed already, they're not going to tow it. I said, boy, it's Saturday. It looked busy as hell around here. And they gave you a ticket. <laughs> and then they still—they ticketed him today and told, "Yes, Randy." I was like, "Nah, I can't. I can't risk this shit, B I I pull, I pull, you I get in my car it. and I drive around to the exit, and all I see is two, two ATO trucks just circling. They fucking
1: So, are they looking on the street too, or is just for the deck?
2: The it's for that parking zone. So there's like parking at the top level of the deck and in the bottom of the deck. Okay. But everybody parks at the bottom because we it's all thought yeah. ain't no truck coming down because. It's such a tight fit. It is, and because it's been getting away with it for almost a damn year.
1: I mean, yeah, you started in in February.
2: Nah, so I parked really far away, and I wore jeans today. And that's unsafe.
1: And you are a black man in Atlanta. Well, it's the middle
2: of the day. I
1: know, but when you work nights and you go in, that I don't. That doesn't. I know,
2: I know, I know. I get it. Fine, we've already discussed it. Parked, and I didn't. My car got bird shit all over it. Basically, so I had to wash my car. I was letting you know. Me and Drew gonna do a car wash.
1: Let me tell you something. You stay wherever you are until you get that car back. If they know your car don't come, <laughs> you go ahead going to have to. Thank you again for listening, y'all. As
2: always. Be
1: blessed.
2: Don't settle.
1: Fight clean.
2: Peace. If you dig what I'm saying, we could go deeper. I take it. I take it. I take it. I take it. You dig it, I dug it, we're good, so yo, I hope you love it, I love it, I got no up, but none above it, I focus on what the funk is, don't know what's
0: soap is, some sipping talent. ACAST powers some of the world's best podcasts. Here's a show we recommend.
2: I'm Ned Fulmer.
0: And I'm Ariel.
2: We're from the Try Guys, and we have a new podcast called Baby Steps. It's an irreverent parenting podcast because parenting is
0: not perfect. We just had a newborn, baby Finn. I got pooped on. Ariel has pink eye. <laughs> I don't have pink guy. We talk to some experts.
2: We even bring you four AM thoughts from our garden. Oh my gosh, it's literally four AM.
0: Just to <laughs> go back here. I thought I got poop in my eye. Yeah. And that causes pink eye.
2: Parenting is a mess. We're a mess, you're a mess. Join us every Sunday. Listen to Baby Steps on ACAST or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving.